waited all week. You've kept your mouth shut. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. You've said only what you're supposed to say. You've hidden your feelings and kept them inside, and so have we. But now it's your time to stand up and shout. <laughs> say what you feel. Lay it all on the line. Who cares what anyone else thinks? It's time to read, to respond, to entice, to enrage, and get it all off your chest. It's time for mouthing off all over the world. That's right, it is time for Mouthing Off all over the world. I'm Jeff Taylor with host Eddie Mansfield, the icon, the legend, the Hall of Famer, the Continental Lover. Mercy. That's all I got to say. What a show. Yeah, the WWE. Oh, my God. Hey, all you six million Listeners, strap yourself in because it's going to get wild tonight. Woo! It's <laughs> going to be unbelievable, man. It uh, it can get crazy with uh, Fast Eddie Mansfield talking the WWE, but we're also going to talk NASCAR. Daniel Suarez won in Atlanta. Now they're heading to Vegas. We're going to talk a little bit of NFL uh, draft picking, what's going on in the M- NFL, MLB spring trainings off to a start, a couple of... Uh, Big previews, uh, big uh, names have made their debuts in the MLB spring training. Love to talk about that. And uh, as Eddie said, the WWE, big news going on in the WWE. And Eddie, do you, are you enjoying discussing all of these things about the WWE? Do you, do you get enjoyment out of this? Well, I don't get enjoyment. But it's been going on for so many years that it needed to be brought to the forefront. I tried to do it with ABC, and they, they kind of muffled it. The, that John Stoffel, the little bastard, he, he, he made it an ego deal instead of really doing what I wanted to do. And so now he's really getting his comeuppance that that it, it, he is just what he is and all these other people are look at uh, triple h he he's 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 screwing another a uh, wrestler stephanie mcmahon screwing another uh a uh, uh, wrestler it's just a screw fest to the wwe things not are, only totes not only totes sucking they got everything going on up there jeff it's going crazy eddie and we're going to discuss it later in the show so stick around you're listening to mouthing off all over the world stick around jabronis we'll be right back on mouthing off all over the world hey! welcome back to mouthing off That's right. Welcome back to Mouthing Off. I'm Jeff Taylor with the Continental Lover, Eddie Mansfield. And Eddie, we've been discussing this a lot lately. Your good friend has odark30.com, killer clothes, those boots. You know I can't stop talking about them. Yeah, you're gonna get so you're gonna get some of those boots here shortly. That's exciting. I'm going to wear them everywhere. My wife is going to say why are you wearing jean shorts and boots again? And I'm going to say, <laughs> honey, I am O Dark 30 to the core. They don't promote the jean shorts part of it. That's a that's a problem for me only. But the boots are styling. And I'm an O Dark 30 guy. Eddie, where do you go to get hey, that? Oh, uh, let me tell you something. 
Not only are you wearing old dark 30, some of the baddest merchandise in the country. All you listeners out there, all 6 million listeners, go to olddark30.com and get you some smack, some swag, because it's the best swag going in the nation. So be sure to go do that, olddark30.com. And if you don't, you're missing out. Speaking of missing out, we didn't miss out on some good racing in Atlanta this past weekend. Daniel Suarez took the win. He took the checkered flag. Chase Elliott trying to rebound, hasn't had a win in 36 races. But the beauty of this race is that there wasn't an accident that took out all of the big names. So in the top 10 of this race, you know, we saw some names that we expect to see. And, uh, you know, Suarez, Blaney Bush, Sendrick, Stenhouse Jr., the guys that uh, are really going to be competing. A couple guys uh, finished a little worse than you would expect. Joey Logano finishing in 28th. uh, But once again, it was a fun race and uh, results we were more used to. You go back to Daytona with everybody crashing. You know, it was last man standing over there. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, did William Byron, did he lose his, was he dethroned? Well, I I think he was, uh, he was, uh, what's the old king thing? Uh, The no clothes. (laughs) Right. I I I think he basically was... uh, he was the winner because the other guys were out of his way and he was able to take that. I, I don't think that uh, he ever captured the throne. I think he was on top for a moment and uh, now we're back to normal in racing. Uh, Joey Logano. Uh, <laughs> he got fine for, for, can you imagine... This guy's been in racing long enough to know not to cheat. We're wearing a catcher's mitt to drive a damn car. Come on, Joey, please. I mean, it's like he only got fined ten grand. He should have been fined a hundred thousand dollars for. You know, that's a no-no. Well, in NASCAR it, fooling with clubs. You just can't do that. It didn't work for him, and I I was surprised to find out that there are rules on the gloves that you can wear. I guess it breaks down a little bit on the, you don't want to give anybody an advantage because I know it'll break down the vibrations that are coming into your hands, but I feel like if the glove isn't part of the drivetrain, then right. uh, they should be able to wear wh- whatever they want. Turns out wearing a catcher's mitt doesn't help you win a race. He finished horribly, <laughs> but uh, they find... They find him ten grand, so uh, he will be going back to the NASCAR approved gloves for future races. I'm sure. Hey, did you hear about Taylor Swift? No, she baked pop charts. <laughs> baked for them? all that she she baked pop chart uh, tarts pop p o p. We know what pops. you mean. We know yeah, hell mean. yeah, you know what I mean. And and for all the Chiefs offensive linemen and Andy Reid, you know Andy ain't going to miss a meal. No. Andy's going to get his Pop-Tarts too. And he sat there and ate them with him. 
I thought that's cool, man. What other billionaire chick makes pop tarts? <laughs> well, Please. I mean, that might be the limit to her ability to cook. She would have had to have her personal chef cook anything better than pop tarts. Eddie, the NFL draft coming up. And uh, it looks like now consensus is that Chicago is going to take Caleb Williams with that number one pick. No telling what's going to happen with Justin Fields. Obviously, oh, I got a late. Hey, I got a late breaking news for you, Jeff. Yes, you know who is going to get Justin Fields, and you're not going to believe it. All right, give it to me. The Steelers. The Steelers with Justin Fields, Mike Tomlin able to get back into playoff contention, you think, with Justin Fields? Oh, yeah, without a doubt. I mean, uh, he he just fits, you know, with, with that offense. And it's, and they got a great offensive coordinator. And with, I just think he fits well. What do they do with Kenny Pickett? You think they put him on the bench and give him a couple more years? Because I know he's really liked in that area. It's going to be tough to take him off the being so young i don't feel like he's gotten a real legit shot yet no he hasn't no he has not but justin fields can really with the right offense he can really take him down the field and 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 make see they they have they've sucked ever since ben left yeah roethlisberger for all you people listening that i guarantee you they have not been the same. Speaking of Ben Roethlisberger, it's interesting. This is a uh, quarterback draft, not unlike the one that he came out in. I don't know if the results will be the same. You know, they there there are some pretty much guaranteed Hall of Famers that came out of his draft, but I don't know what the Washington Commanders are going to do with number two, but it looks like they're going to take a quarterback. There, there are signs that Drake Mayo may be the guy that goes there. Jaden oh, Daniels may be the guy me. that goes there. But they, uh, they pick jackasses for for quarterbacks. You know, you know that if you're going to pick up quarterback, I, I tell you where where Bo Nix needs to go. He needs to go to Denver. If he could go to Denver. Oh, my goodness. Well, he's going to have to beat out Russell Wilson, who has decided he wants to stay in Denver and compete for that job. So, Well, it doesn't matter what Russell Wilson wants to do. <laughs> I mean, Russell Wilson, he, he, he's an ass, man. He, he, he is not a winner. He's a Pete Carroll guy. He uh, Pete Carroll made him. He's not a Pete. I mean, he, he will not fit in Denver Broncos offense. Who was a quarterback in New Orleans? Drew, Drew Brees? Yeah, he ain't no Drew Brees, brother. No, he's not a Drew Brees. And really... And who's, the head, who's the head coach? It's Sean Payton, Drew Brees' yeah, head coach. Yeah, it ain't going to happen. The, no. the only thing that I wonder about is if... So you're right when you say Bo Nix should go higher in the draft than everybody thinks that he's going to it's uh i also think jj mccarthy should be in the mix is that going to be a late surprise 
that he goes either higher or lower than expected. Nobody knows right now, but they're going to they're going to take quarterbacks with those top three picks. Whoever the Commanders pass on, which you know what I've said before, I'm if I'm them, I'm worried more about protecting a quarterback than taking a quarterback. But it's looking like they're going to take one. So if they go with Drake Mayo, then Jaden Daniels will be available for New England. I'm just not a big fan of this whole moving on from a a quarterback who hasn't really gotten a chance to, especially with a new coach coming in, Sam Howell in Washington, people think that he could be a good quarterback. So I don't know why you would waste a draft pick to pick a quarterback who is likely to be as much of a crapshoot as sticking with Sam Howell. I don't think any of these top three guys are a guarantee to be a great quarterback, but yeah, but Sam Howell, let me tell you something under your new offensive coordinator with the commanders, that guy can turn Sam Howell into something special. He really can. Not if he doesn't get a chance to play because they draft a quarterback number two overall and move on to, uh, you know, a new quarterback. But if that does happen, the commanders have had a history of going and, drafting quarterbacks moving on from them too quickly and then they go on to, i know that that kirk cousins hasn't won any super bowls but he had a decent career in minnesota and he may still continue to have a decent career going forward and they didn't really give him a chance in uh washington either so it's gonna be interesting to see what happens there the rest of the stuff marvin harrison jr obviously after the quarterbacks are gone and honestly i could make an argument that it might be wiser to take him with one of those top two picks than any of these quarterbacks. But it looks like he's going to fall to the fourth pick after three quarterbacks are taken. And uh, we'll have to see how it all plays out. Hey, I, I believe he's going number one, just me. You think Marvin Bears. Harrison Jr. is going to be a Chicago Bear, number one overall pick? A lot of time to, to Absolutely. make that decision. And they're going to they gonna trade Justin Fields and get a whole bunch of draft choices and pick bold nicks at number nine well it's left to be seen i mean that could be a better move for them and honestly if the green bay packers have taught us anything draft a quarterback let him sit behind the guy you got give him four years to simmer and then bring him into the big leagues it's worked for them multiple times jordan loves looking like the real deal This will be the third time in a row that they've done that, and it seems to be what's working. Why other teams aren't picking up on it, I have no idea, but it seems like what the whole NFL does is they draft these quarterbacks, they throw them in there, they give them a minute, and then they're gone. All right, Eddie, we'll be right back after this on Mouthing Off All Over the World. Mouthing Off All Over the World. This is Mouthing Off. This is Mouthing Off all over the world. I'm Jeff Taylor with host, the legend, the continental lover, Eddie Mansfield. Eddie, we've been talking about him for a few shows now. We're really exciting. Oh, Dark 30. When tactical meets practical. That's their tagline. They've got some awesome stuff. The apparel, the t-shirts, the hoodies, the jackets are all awesome. Obviously, 
If you've been listening for the last few weeks, you know I'm hooked on their boots. They're awesome. They look very comfortable. They look very stylish. And uh, you can also get hats. And uh, it looks like they have a new collection out with more to come. Uh, Odark 30 modern men's clothing line designed to tackle the most rugged workplaces and backcountry adventures. So if you're going out in the rugged country or on a backcountry adventure, this is the stuff you need to get, right, Eddie? Oh, absolutely. That's a, uh, you know, it, it's, it's designed by Ellie and one of the baddest men on the planet, Lenny DePaul. He's known as the man hunter, and you don't want him to come see you. But, but his clothing line is just, it's out of the world. Odark30.com, you got to go. If you don't buy from oldark30.com, you're just a sissy. That's all you are. You better step it up. Oldark30.com is a man's man, and that's what it is, Bubba. Odark30. Grab a hope to it. Odark30.com. Go check it out unless you're on America's Most Wanted. They'll be coming and finding you. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> We're going to talk about the MLB here, Eddie. Uh, is Chris Sale exactly what the Braves need to win the World Series? Well, I told you he was. And guess who? The Red Sox signed. One year, $10 million from the Rangers. Big bat. A big part of, uh, you know, that Beltran. Rangers team. Yep. Adrian Beltre, now a Boston Red Sox. I, the Boston Red Sox are very interesting to me because – I don't think they're a very good team. I'm willing to be wrong about this, but the 49ers, I feel like they've shipped off every star that's come through the franchise the last few years. They don't seem to be willing to pay the big bucks to keep those guys in that uniform. Well, they just did. Well, they brought in, listen, Eddie, $10 million a year for Adrian Beltre for one year. That's not breaking out the bank. Mookie, Mookie Betts was a $400 million guy. It's, it's over and over and over again. When it's time for the big contract to come out, they move on from them. They go on to other teams. And obviously, Mookie Betts is the biggest, if you're a Red Sox fan, that's got to hurt the most because he's a bona fide star now playing in La La Land with a team that looks like an all-star team. It's incredible. They just keep getting better. But they play like La La Land. Well, this this has been proven through history. When you get all the greatest players and you put them all on the same team for some reason, probably because the greatest players in the world tend to be a little bit more me, 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 and less team, 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 team. Right. I guess that's why you got to spatter in a couple of guys in the locker room who are like the Kevin Euclid of the Boston Red Sox. Was he the best player in the world? No. But was he absolutely necessary for them to win championships? Yes. So it's 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 bizarre. I'm interested to see what happens with the Dodgers. I mean, they obviously have an all-star team. They uh Yoshinobu, well, your Yankees too. Hey, your Yankees that Yan- you mentioned. The, Yan- the, the Yankees, Yankees look good. They are going to be good. They have a yeah. killer's row when it comes to their lineup, and they have a great ace in Garrett Cole 
And then they have they brought in guys who this is the thing with the MLB that I've noticed over the time that I've been paying attention to it. When you have guys who are legitimate pitchers that then go on to have an off year or two and then they change scenery, they become back to legitimate pitchers and the Yankees have taken a couple of flyers on that. If Carlos Rodon can stay, stay healthy, he's a legit number two, potentially second ace on that team. He's still young. The Yankees, I think the Yankees are going to be very good this year, but uh, Yoshimoto, Yoshimobu, this is, I'm never going to be able, this is worse than Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yoshinobu, <laughs> Yamamoto, made his first appearance for the Dodgers in spring training. He was very good. He's going to be very good. I mean, that uh, I, they they brought in, I mean, it's Team Japan almost happening over in L.A. now because uh, arguably the best player in baseball moved up the street to play for the Dodgers. Now they've brought in this other stud from Japan to pitch. And uh, it's looking good in La La Land if they can keep it together, put together a run, and uh, they may get a World Series there. I'm not taking them. I still think the Phillies are the team in the National League. The Diamondbacks obviously made an incredible run and made it to World Series, but then they were shown that they were the Diamondbacks and that their run ended when they faced the Texas Rangers in the World Series last year. But if we're looking at teams that have proven that they can get to that level and are hungry for it, I think that the Philadelphia Phillies are the ones that everybody should have their eyes on. Their window is not going to be open much longer. They've got a lot of star power. They have a guy, like I just mentioned, Kyle Schwarber, who's the club clubhouse guy there. He did it in Chicago. I think he's going to do it there. And and I, I, I'm high on the Philadelphia Phillies, which bothers me because I am no fan of the Philadelphia Phillies. They're the team well, you that I like. Be, you should be high on the Houston Astros as well. Well, you know, and the thing is, the thing about the Houston Astros, though, is that you don't even think about them until October comes around. But they're going to be there and they're going oh, yeah, to they they're, they're they're, they're going to compete for the World Series, regardless of uh who leaves, who stays, for some reason, that team just has it together. You know what would be a great World Series? If the Red Sox can't be in it, it would be the my Houston Astros against the Atlanta Braves. Oh, my goodness. That would be a great World Series. The Braves have a uh, – I can't remember the name of the college coach who said that first you learn to lose, then you learn to win – and then you win championships. I think that the Braves learn to lose with these young, their their pitching staff has young guys in it who were incredible last year. They learned a lot, lose. I think they're going to learn to win this year in, in the playoffs, and they're going to get close, but I don't think that they're ready yet. Mm. I think next year will be the year where I'm high on the Braves, but... They, that's why you they know play they, the games. They, they need to bring back uh, Mazzoni. They really do. Well, if he's available, I I would agree with you. Well, he's just sitting on his ass doing radio. <laughs> I know, but I, I I he may be happier doing radio than he is uh, coaching, uh, being on the coaching staff for the uh, Atlanta Braves. 
the Cubs. But he would be a good one, man. In a in a surprising move, I think for a lot of people, Cody Bellinger stuck with the Cubs. Got oh, paid. absolutely. He was on a prove it contract last year, proved it, and everybody thought he was going to go make big money elsewhere, but the Cubs ponied up. I don't think it makes a big enough difference to make the Cubs a team that anybody has to worry about too much, but uh, it's uh, it's nice to see him sticking in Chicago. It's going to be... Uh, I'm, I'm excited about baseball season. I watched uh, the Astros and the Nationals was the first uh, spring training game I was actually able to sit down yeah, and who watch. Won? The the Nationals won big. They, oh, did they, they? Oh, yeah. They put a spanking on them. They have, oh, my uh, God. They're rolling out the kids. I'll never and, hear the end of that, folks. You know, they're, they're, <laughs> roll, they're rolling out the kids. They've got all of these, uh, these young guys. So they're a team that is going to be good during spring training. <laughs> and yeah. Then, they'll be good in about 10 years. <laughs> yeah. I I I get a kick out I get a kick out of spring training when people are talking about, "Hey, did you see that the the uh, San Diego Padres Padres were 8-0 in spring training and I'm like, "Oh no. That means they're yeah, gonna, like who cares? <laughs> they're going to win 40 <laughs> games this year because the best right. team in spring training is typically the worst team in the regular season, but it's because <laughs> they got so those right. they've got those kids going out there that are on the cusp and they're excited to be there. It's not your regular guys rolling out that are, you know, sick and tired of having to practice in in february and march they want to get right to april so it's fun to watch the young guys and uh it's uh, I, spring training baseball is great the baseball season's great i still feel like if you're not sitting down and watching 80 baseball games a year on tv you should really try it i know it's not the most exciting sport it's not bam 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 like football well is. you know it's a thank you man sport that's yeah. the problem all these other sports are dumbasses. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, it didn't. It, it doesn't take any thought uh, to to watch a football game or a basketball game. I mean, please. I mean, look at look at a baseball game. It, it you've got to think to win a baseball game. And 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 one thing about it, I the worst deal that was ever done in the history of baseball was when the Atlanta Braves gave up over 100 games and the Cubs gave up over 100 games to to air playoff games. That's the worst deal ever done. And that was after Turner. That's after that's when Brad Siegel and that dumbass Brad Siegel was up there. And, and he he he's not a, a ball player. He couldn't even put a jock on. He wouldn't even know how to do that. And and so yeah, I there mean, are, there's look- a genera- there's a generation of kids that are fans of the Cubs and the Braves because of TBS and WGN being oh, available nationwide on cable television. It was a brilliant move, and for some reason they moved on. But listen, Eddie, we'll be right back after this on mouthing off all over the world. We're back on Mouthing Off all over the world. I'm Jeff Taylor with the Continental Lover, Eddie Mansfield. And Eddie, we got to talk about him. Odark30.com. 
when tactical meets practical. They've got a new That's collection it. to go check out at odark30.com. They've got more to come. It's exciting. You can check out their apparel, their footwear, their accessories, their tactical hats. Go check them out. They're on social media if you want to check them out on social media. Lenny DePaul, man's man. If uh, if you don't know who he is, he's a guy that tracks down bad guys. And when he does it, he does it in those beautiful Odark 30 boots. Are you kidding me? Oh, Dark 30, Manhunter. He is known as the greatest Manhunter of all time. And one thing about it, Oh, Dark 30, strap yourself in. Go get you some oldark30.com because they got the best merch in the whole wide world. And you know, Jeff, you got your boots coming real soon, so you won't have to worry about it. It'll be oldark30.com coming at you live and in color and for all you six million mouthing off nation you go support my buddy lenny and, and ellie with oldark30.com you hear me i didn't stutter oldark30.com all right we talked about it in the break eddie ollie anderson has passed away today and uh <laughs> You That's had- the greatest thing that ever happened to the damn world. Are you kidding me? You know something? That bastard ruined my career. And I was one of the top 10 in, in professional wrestling. And you know something? He, he, he was a jerk. Was always a jerk. He couldn't have died sooner. You know, he, he's ruined so many careers. You know, he was a modern day Vince McMahon. He certainly was. I have no respect for him. He's a piece of trash, and I'm glad he died. I got to find out where he's going to be buried because I'm going to go pee on his grave. Believe me. Was Ole was a wrestler, but was he also a promoter? Oh yeah, he was a booker and promoter. He rode himself in the main event all the time. Oh, he's okay. a piece of shit. Yeah. Well. Yeah. No longer. Yeah, well, he's a dead piece of shit, which is good. Now he can really smell just like he really was. And and I have no respect. Guys don't have respect for him either. He ruined a lot of people's careers. And and it's just a shame he lived this long. <laughs> and uh, it is, it, hey, I'm glad he's dead. I feel terrible, you know, speaking ill of the dead, but I have your back. So I'm with you on Ole Anderson. Uh, I feel bad for his family. They lost a father, a grandfather, I'm sure, but... Uh, as far as mouthing off is concerned, good riddance. Is that what you would say, yeah. Eddie? Yes. Virgil not also. Soon, not soon enough. <laughs> Virgil died. Yeah. Virgil, everybody will know Virgil. Virgil was a friend. He, he was a real good guy. He was the manager for the Million Dollar Man. Remember Virgil? Oh, yeah. I definitely remember Virgil. Yeah. And uh, uh, Virgil died and... Uh, Great guy, just a wonderful human being, and uh, it's just sad. A crazy character that Virgil played, could never get away with it now, but uh, back in the good old days of the WWF, he was, that was so much fun to watch, and uh, you know, 
I don't know if he regrets the character that he played or not, or regret. No, he made a lot of money with that oh, yeah, character. I know. Hell, no, he didn't. But, no, uh, the I, I, I hey, this woke. Let me tell you something. Let's stop it right here. These these woke son of a bitches can go to hell. Yeah, they, they've killed wrestling. They've killed sports. They killed everything that that they can kill. You know, you bunch of woke bastard. Just kiss my happy ass. Well, Eddie, because. I'm not going to put up with it. You're not going to run me. I am Mr. Ratings. You can't kick me off because I'm just too damn good, Jeff. Just like you. We're just too damn good. Well, Eddie, and you woke bastards, bring it. Well, I'll whip your ass. I'll tell you this much, Eddie. The one thing that, that woke was not able to kill was comedy, and that was put on national TV this past weekend when Shane Gillis, who was fired from Saturday Night Live because of wokeness, because of some things he said on a podcast, was the host of Saturday Night Live. He's not a household name just yet. Maybe Saturday Night Live put him over the hump. I'm a huge fan of Shane Gillis. I'm very happy that he was able, because they hired him, some woke jabronis went on the internet and started listening to old podcasts or someone tipped him off that he said some things on an old podcast and he was fired 24 hours in to his Saturday Night Live career. It would have been huge for him. It would have been right. huge for them. He does the best Donald Trump ever. He does a great Donald Trump impression, and he does it in a, in a way where people that like Donald Trump can enjoy it. People that don't like Donald Trump can enjoy it. They made a huge mistake, but because of the fact that comedy has not lost the battle to woke, Shane Gillis, a guy, I'm going to promote him. I'm going to promote him. You can go to the biggest streaming service in the world. I'm not going to name them, but you can watch his special beautiful dogs. You know what I'm talking about. The people that took out Best Buy, go check out Shane Gillis's special beautiful dogs. Very funny. If you're offended easily, I suggest you not uh, do that. But very <laughs> proud of Shane Gillis and very happy Me for too. him. Me uh, too. Me too. I called this, Eddie. Okay. I said it from the beginning that it was only going to be a matter of time before they took out Triple H. I know his last oh, name isn't McMahon, yeah. but he's considered a McMahon. And yeah. uh, I'm not going to say that it was very difficult for them to finally take him out. Looks like he kind of brought it on himself, but it looks like Hunter Hemsley is on his way out the door. Oh, he is. Triple H, you know, he was caught screwing a, um, a diva wrestler. And um, that's Caitlin. Her name is Caitlin. She's been exposed. And his wife, on top of it, Stephanie McMahon was screwing another wrestler. So, you know, it, it, it screw is in the name of McMahon, period. Well, you understand that? It turns out <laughs> that Vince McMahon and his family are the best promoters in the world. And what they can't seem to stop promoting is the people that they've been sleeping with. Oh, exactly. That's what they do. And, you know, hey, I, I just got to tell you something. That that Rhea Ripley, she, she sucks so bad. You know, the world champion that needs to be the ladies' world champion is not only is she beautiful, but she's good in the ring. She represents the WWE or TKO. 
in the best possible way. And her name is Tiffany Stratton. Drop dead gorgeous, beautiful, can talk, and can work in the ring. And you got this ugly, stinky, got 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 a nose ring. You got a leader around in a nose ring with all them tats on her 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 body. She doesn't look like a world champion, nor does she work like a world champion. Her interviews suck. She sucks. And she looks like she stinks. I mean, I swear to God, she looks like she hadn't had a bath. You know, those Aussie women, they're known for not smelling really well. I take I take offense to that. I think Aussie women smell beautiful. Well, did you see their hairy legs? I have not. But well, that would go, definitely... going down to Sydney, I used to go to Sydney twice a year. Going down to Sydney and see all them old hairy legs them damn Aussie girls got, and then you're going to change your mind. <laughs> and once they raise their arms, they got more hair under their arms than you do. And so I'm just telling you, this girl, it, Stinky, she represents the WWE in the worst, worst possible way. Put, uh, put the belt on Tiffany Stratton. And you got a champ. Now you got somebody that you can look up to and 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 be proud of. All the girls could be proud of. You don't want your uh, girls to grow up and have tattoo all over their damn legs and all over the body and a nose ring where you can lead them around like a damn longhorn that, that you're trying to feed. I mean, come on. I mean, this girl is nothing but a, 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 a douche. She's a real douche. So, Eddie, uh, Vince McMahon for years has been covering up scandals. It seems like the dam has broken. So many of these scandals, even years and years old, are coming back up. It's it's hitting the WWE at a time when uh, they they were on the top you know the wwe has been the best game in town for years and years and years and i don't know what vince did to whomever he did it to but the spigot is open and now the things he's doing now the things he did in the past whatever it is everybody's piling on and as you've said you know there have been scandals but it's not piling on it's the truth yeah, no, no, no. I'm not saying piling on like they're they're taking advantage of Vince in any way. They're piling up is what I should have said. They're piling up on him. Yeah, and they should. You know, he he was a rotten, rotten to the core. And he's always been that way. Vince McMahon cost me uh, a big deal um, with a network. Just put it this way with a network and I kept my mouth shut. I didn't say anything. And, uh, in the next couple of weeks, I am going to say something. And, and I'm going to tell you, they stole my, my, absolutely. They stole well, my Don't go series. too far, Eddie. Cause you, you left a cliffhanger there that I love. So before you spill the beans <laughs> early, I'm going to give you a chance to let us know. Yeah, I smell that butt cheese that Rhea Ripley is 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 putting out. That old stinky Aussie woman, 
shave your arms, shave your legs, wipe your ass, and let me tell you something. You're no world champion. You are a joke. I tell you, Tiffany Stratton should be the world champion of the WWE. And you know something, you old nasty-smelling Aussie woman? You can kiss my royal candy ass, as, as you know who would say. Well, The Rock. But I ain't The Rock. I'm the continental lover, a rich woman's lover, and a poor girl's dream. And you couldn't bum one off of me, baby girl. Well, as we spoke about when this first came up, uh, as soon as they're back on... Uh, American soil I'm pretty sure her run is going to be over and hopefully someone's listening that can make the uh, change over there and uh, put the belt on someone who deserves it Eddie hey well one thing about it when Eddie Mansfield speaks they all listen you know why because I know what the hell I'm talking about I made more stars in this business with the IWF out of Universal Studios from Rob Van Dam. To, to the smoking guns, just name them on and on and on. That, that, let me tell you something. They know I know what I'm talking about. And let me tell you, this girl sucks and she couldn't work for me. That's how bad she is. Oh, tats everywhere. I mean, hey, save your damn money and quit getting tattooed everywhere, please. All right, Eddie, we got to go. We'll be right back after this on Mouthing Off All Over the World. Four out of five doctors recommend adding Mouthing Off to your sports diet. Yeah, we'll be right back. I got to find that fifth doctor. Mouthing Off All Over the World. This is Mouthing Off All Over the World. I'm Jeff Taylor with host Eddie Mansfield. And Eddie, the last opportunity we have to talk Oh Dark 30. Oh man. Oh Dark 30, the best there is in the business. Odark30.com. Whatever you do, you got to get it. Hey, you're going to get some boots pretty soon, boy. I, I hear they're comfortable, durable, and functional with timeless style. Odark30, when tactical meets practical, go check them out at odark30.com. Eddie, uh, the MLB's kicking off. You know I'm excited about that. Oh, me too. There's so much uh, I, 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 excitement. You know, my team's not going to be any good, but I'm a fan of the sport, so I'm excited to see how things shake out in the MLB. The NFL draft will keep covering until it comes and goes, and then I'm sure we'll talk about it some more afterward because I have a feeling we're not going to love the decisions that are made out of no. the NFL draft, but uh, those remain to be seen. They may shock us. They may actually take offensive linemen one and two, and I'll be happy, or they'll take J.J. McCarthy number one overall, and you'll be happy. The WWE continues to crumble. I, who's going to run it? Well, uh, they got Mark Shapiro up there, and uh, they have a lot of uh, TKO people um, that, that are really run, running it. And um, it's just sad that that the the empire has has fallen. Empire's and, fall. And, and, yeah. Well, you know something. He's a scumbag, and his whole family's a scumbag, and 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 that's just the way it is. And 
you get what you get. You get what you get. You do. I, it's uh, it's uh, it's the end of an era, you know. Without a McMahon in wrestling, I, it's been a very long time since that's been the case. Those days, four generations. Yeah, those those days are clearly over. I don't think they're going to be able to dig a McMahon out of the woodwork to put at the top of uh, wrestling that doesn't have some kind of scandal that somebody can dig up. But Eddie, we got to run, man. Tell them goodbye. Hey, for Jeff Taylor. This is the Continental Lover, Eddie Mansfield, saying so long, everybody.